The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? Nope, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it's going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Please be seated. Let me start by offering this reminder. I don't choose the texts that we hear on Sunday mornings. Our church is part of the wider Lutheran church and is part of an even larger group of Christians around the world follow a common shared cycle of readings. It's called the Revised Common Lectionary. I didn't pick this text. This text picked us. Jesus says, I have come to bring division. Now, I imagine that for most of you, it's hard to recall a time when our country has been as divided as it is these days. I don't need to remind you about all of the divisions because you know about social issues and racial inequity and gender rights and economic disparity and climate collapse and immigration. All of those issues are divisive. You Use your best judgment based on your vantage point and experience of life, and you decide where you stand on those issues. That's what we all do. But don't forget, you do not belong to the world, just as Jesus did not belong to the world. In your baptism, you are called out of the ways of the world, including the ways of division. But wait a minute. If we're called out from division, why does Jesus say he comes bringing division? Seems to be opposing ideas. We have to always put texts in their context. These words from Jesus aren't just words from Jesus. We have to consider who wrote them into Jesus' mouth. These are the gospel according to Luke's version of Jesus' words. The author of the gospel is spinning Jesus' words for their own context and their own hearers. That's what all the gospel authors did. I said last week that the gospel according to Luke's audience were living in the height of persecution. The concern here is what happened to families when one family member was called out of the world 
and into the way of Jesus. Following Jesus brought division into a family. Today, it's normal for a family to come together to church, right? You're sitting together with your family. In Jesus' day in culture, there was a sharp contrast and a sharp sense of social stratification. You knew your place in the social hierarchy and you stuck to it. Maintaining the social order through appropriate relationships was deadly serious. If, if you broke with the social norms, you were risking being completely cut off and alienated from your family or your clan. And it's into that highly stratifi stratified society that Jesus enters the picture and a new community is formed. A new community where there is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. That kind of inclusivity and crossing social boundaries cause families to disown one another. That is a very narrow type of division that Jesus says he brings. The division that Jesus brings about is amongst families families. In a couple of chapters, Jesus is going to add to this idea by saying, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Those are strong words. Hate your own mother and father. Following Jesus in first century Palestine brought with it the risk of angering your family to the point of being disowned. That familial anger was caused because of what the Jesus community represented. It was an association of people across status lines. That's a very different context and a totally different type of division than when a church is divided amongst itself. As a church, we must be a place that doesn't stand on issues, but instead walks alongside people. People that God loves. People that God calls you to love. As a church, we will always be tempted to division. But as a church, we are called to be a refuge from division. People are divided out there. It's not to be so in here. Jesus prayed that we may become completely one so that the world may know that God sent Jesus to love. Our own testimony of Jesus' love is dependent on our willingness to be one body. The witness that we share with the world that God is love and God loves all people becomes questionable if it's not true amongst ourselves. It's easy to be divided. 
it's easy to take a side, to go to our corner, and to be in opposition. It's harder to work together. It's harder to not assign blame and maintain our relationships and live in the tension of differences. Part of why it's so hard to work together is because it requires vulnerability. We have to be willing to admit our mistakes and recognize our weakness. I sent an email out to the council recently, and it upset some people. If you are one of those people that was harmed by my words, I'm sorry that I hurt you. I'll also remind you of a promise I made my very first Sunday. I'm going to mess up. I did something wrong that hurt people. I'm sorry that that happened. I am a human, and I have made a mistake. I'm being vulnerable and admitting it and asking for you to forgive me. And when someone among us does that, we forgive them, and we love them, and we work to make it better. We make better choices the next time. Each and every one of us need for this to be a place where we can survive making mistakes. We must work together to be a church not against one another. The moment that we work against each other, the moment that we identify each other as the problem, we have failed to live into the calling of Jesus, who says, love your neighbor as yourself. Amen.